0: Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh,
1: shut up. (laughs) Can I I get another tequila? By the way, we're obviously drinking during this podcast. Hi, guys. This is Fabi and Yana from Right on the Wild Side. We decided to do a little podcast because... Every day since we've started traveling, we're confronted with a lot of stereotypes about us, about our travels, about the countries that we go to. And we want to create this little space to talk about all of
0: this. And we think it's fun. So will be fine.
1: And we think it's fun. Um, so today it's going to be our first episode. We are in a little town called, uh, what's it called? Arroyo Seco. <laughs> and it's raining outside. There's a thunderstorm coming along actually. So bear with us if it gets a little bit noisy.
0: But actually it's super sweet spot. We're right on the beach uh, with palm trees and white sand and it's been beautiful day and you hear the waves outside so
1: we have done worse yeah it's nice it's It's nice. nice it's nice um so today our first podcast is about the fact that mexico is super dangerous
0: yes very dangerous
1: very dangerous like you should not come here never ever in a million years So, um, I'm more the active one on, like, Instagram and Facebook. And a couple of days ago, I came across a post from a van life, like, hashtag van life Facebook group. And it was about if you should travel down the Pacific coast in Mexico. And as always, like, there were all these answers that were, like, Oh, Mexico is one of the most dangerous countries in the world right now. It always amazes me how many people failed to do the research and how many other people didn't make it through. What do you think about that?
0: I don't know. That's... That's so horrible. Um, It is. We heard that all the time. Like since we started traveling in our van in the US at some point we stopped telling people that we'd go to Mexico next we just say oh yeah we're just traveling in the US because we get sick of people telling us yeah, like you cannot go there and the, the thing like that conversation went always the same always like um, oh, yeah, super super dangerous have you been and the guy's like No, of course not. I'm not stupid. Why would I go there? Why would I go there? I, okay, so we're going to go and check it out. And then we'll see if it's really, really so bad.
1: I mean, I get it. Mexico is definitely one of these countries that gets on the sort of blacklist for travel advice. And... I mean, remember when we drove into Mexico, like, what we felt, like, we we drove, like, we crossed into Mexico, um, in Tijuana, and we crossed the border, and with everything that Fabi just mentioned before as well, it was just crazy, like, we were so, I can't even tell, like, just, we didn't know what to expect, so we drove into Tijuana, and there were just some people on the street trying to clean our windows and doing whatever and we got scared and we were like fuck we have to get out of here uh, so we drove out of Tijuana and we made sure that we're going to leave like at least the border city and went to a qu- more quiet town further down the coast in Baja California um, but it was an adjustment I mean do you remember our first days it was definitely
0: I was scared yeah, I was a bit scared, to be honest, because so many people said, and even like travel guides <laughs> said, like in the books, um, be careful because it's dangerous. And then you do your research. We like we're not we don't want to make fun of the people who are worried or people who try to do their research and they they want to travel down the Panamericana and they're like is it safe or not that's a good thing you got to do that you got to be smart about it that's totally fine we do the same thing um but then you gotta you gotta look at numbers and then you gotta make a decision for yourself somehow yeah
1: definitely I mean, like, one of the people on this Facebook post that I just mentioned then also came up with some stats, and he basically um, finalized with, oh, it's actually more likely that you get shot by lightning in the U.S. than to be murdered in Mexico. And who knows where he pulled the statistics from, but you always also have to see the big picture and not just listen to, like, what somebody might tell you in a Facebook group.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: we can happily report we are in the middle of Mexico and we're still alive. We're still alive. We
0: feel <laughs> we pretty safe. We're having pretty a great safe. time. Yeah, the most dangerous thing right now is probably the thunderstorm outside. Um, but then, I mean, at some point, I checked the numbers too, the statistics. Like, how many people get murdered in Mexico?
1: People always bring up this story about these two Australian van lifers that got burned down in their van. And, I mean,
0: It's tragic. Like five years ago or
1: something? Um, I think it's about three. I think it was
0: 2015. Okay, it's bad. We, we read that, and we thought, okay,
1: that's bad. I, could, I was so scared of that at first. I remember when I showed you that article, and I was like, oh, my God, these van lifers got murdered on the highway of death. And, yes, it's a... I get why people do worry about it but once you are in Mexico and I think for us at least Baja California was a great way to start it because once you learn a little bit more about that little stretch of land you realize that this is probably the least Mexican part of all of Mexico like for, for us now looking back I always like to compare it to Mallorca. Like, all the Germans <laughs> always go to Mallorca as their holiday destination. It's Spanish, but it feels more German than it actually feels Spanish. And that's what I felt a little bit like in Baja, that it it is Mexican, yes, but it's also very US American.
0: But we didn't make the distinction way when we, when we crossed over to Baja first Oh no and then and then it's that is super important that Mexico is a huge country It's I don't know the, the Baja alone is a thousand miles long and that's a tiny little part of Mexico yeah and then of course there is more dangerous places in Mexico and lesser. Yeah, but that's the same
1: like back home. I mean, if you want to make a case about Berlin and how dangerous Berlin is, you certainly can.
0: So we we are from Berlin, and then oh yeah, yeah sorry I
1: forgot to mention that.
0: We we moved into our first apartment together, really nice street in uh, Berlin Schöneberg, um, super pretty. Uh, we loved it there, and like the second day we moved in, we learned. <laughs> That a week ago, a woman got stabbed and died, in our street.
1: She actually got shot, but.
0: Oh, she got shot. <laughs> well, right. So she died, and we were like, "Wow, that's pretty bad." And, and that was not
1: funny. Like now we're laughing about it, but it, it, it wasn't funny. No, it's like it was wasn't not funny. funny like that's she not died. funny.
0: It's not funny, and it can happen to you.
1: But it, that's the thing. It can just happen everywhere. In Mexico. I mean, the crime rate in Mexico is probably a little bit different to the crime rate in Berlin or in Germany. But, w- but what's, still. what's
0: crime? Like petty theft crime, or killing no, someone? I was crime? talking
1: about like murder rate crime.
0: Right, but then again, you learn pretty quickly that in Mexico, most those most of those deaths are related to cartel crimes, and they're like fighting each other and they usually try to leave the tourists out of it because yeah. tourism is super important to
1: even for the cartel I mean that's yeah, something that we've cartel. learned pretty much recently yes. how much of the um, land here and, and even like hotels and things are owned by the cartel so obviously they're not going to shoot their guests I mean they would not be pretty stupid to do that no Let's look back at the, I remember, like, the first nights we spent in Mexico. So we drove down from Tijuana to Ensenada pretty much straight away because we wanted to get out of that border zone because, yes, admittedly, we had read that this is, like, not a good place to stay yet. So we drove down to Ensenada, and then, like, on our second or third night, we were somewhere along the coast in Northern Baja California, And we had found this really nice camp spot. Um, It was beautiful. It was just like on top of a cliff. There was a village next to it. We went to bed that night after having a couple of beers. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, we saw like loads of flashlights Yeah, I
0: I woke up. I heard something. (laughs) I heard a yell or something. So I had pretty light sleep. And I was just opening up the curtain and taking a glimpse outside and I was like, Yana, there's (laughs) flashlights out there. Somebody's like near our car. We
1: were like wide awake within a few seconds and we thought, oh my God, this is it. We're going to get robbed or killed or something. I was
0: was getting my plan ready. Like (laughs) I jump in front of them shielding Yana with my buddy. (laughs)
1: That's so sweet.
0: And I would like I didn't have that. Fight plan. <laughs> with my bare hands. We don't have weapons with us or something We that's, always
1: that's... talked about having a machete. Oh, no,
0: everybody's event. like, uh we, oh, you're gonna you're gonna go to Mexico and place us, you're gonna have a weapon with you? What what would you take with you? Like I was thinking about a machete, yeah. Um, no.
1: Well, we didn't have anything with us. Anyway, <laughs> we laid in bed scared, seriously scared. Also, we didn't have dogs at the time. Not that dogs, like, our dogs would actually Puppies do any help. good. But maybe in a couple of months they will. Um. But anyway, it was just the two of us. And we were really, really scared. But we didn't know what to do. So we basically absorb like uh, observed the situation through our curtains. At that time, we also always made sure that we had all our curtains, like, on the windows at night so that nobody could see inside and observing the situation for about three minutes we realized these were actually fishermen and we were just parked at a spot where there was a reef and at night at low tide they would just go out and collect all the clams and and mussels and everything from like all the reefs that was around us
0: And when they were done, they left.
1: Yeah, they didn't rob us. They didn't actually do anything. They probably didn't even notice that we were there. But for us, at the beginning, as we mentioned before, it was like one of our first nights in Mexico. It felt like a proper threat to us. And I think it took us a few weeks to to be more relaxed about the topic. Oh,
0: yes. We were, were even a lot more nervous before I still remember our very very first morning when we woke up in Ensenada we um, we chose a camp spot that was a car park where we actually had to pay for because Yeah, because that was paid
1: one because was we security, it that was more
0: secure and time. we like texted our parents like yeah first night in Mexico don't worry about us <laughs> if we, we, we have a security car. if we car. don't
1: get back to you within two days you can start to get worried no we didn't say that obviously
0: and uh, we woke up in the morning, and we were the only ones in the car park. And then uh, another group of people arrived, like two, three guys. And in the U.S., we always love to meet people. So we approached like everyone, like, "What's going on? Do you know the area? Um, is there anything you can recommend, or how's the serve, or whatever?"
1: Yeah, that's uh, always your go-to line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, we wanted to know what's going on. And I was like, hey, Yana, because Yana speaks Spanish, I don't really. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. Learning, I'm learning.
1: I'm trying. And
0: hard. I was like, maybe you could just go over and ask them what's going on, what they're up to and everything. And she I
1: didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she looked over to them and she was like, sketchy they, they, they are gangsters or something <laughs> oh, they look, they look gangsters I don't want to talk to them and so I ended up going over to them
1: with, oh really? I yes. can't even remember that
0: no Spanish really like uh-huh. como estas and You're all that, that kind of stuff <laughs> so fast forward like 5 hours later we having had Ten beers each with that group of people because they were part of a VW group and it was a big VW meeting, and they were, they looked all pretty sketchy, but they were the nicest people they in the world. Super nice. They were giving us t-shirts and we they
1: these t-shirts.
0: took us up in their clan and They we got a little knew abroad. the
1: Az- 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 Alaska people.
0: Uh, it was, it was such a typical thing like you bring all like you don't want to bring in all these stereotypes but people like give you that, that feeling that you should be super careful and then you just judge just by their looks and I was so stupid, I was so wrong. And it
1: yeah, wasn't it was a, it the was best a big day ever. group of guys. Like they were all like not hardcore but you know they were all, all like sort of Mexican macho guys. Yeah, they turned out to be super nice. They made like the best tacos. They invited us for beers. They were super happy for us to be there, but
0: don't judge a book by its cover. I oh, shut say. up. Yeah. <laughs> Can that was,
1: that I get was... another tequila? By the way, we're obviously drinking during this podcast, and since we're in Mexico, your mother is gonna listen. Hey, mom. That's fine. She knows that I'm drinking i like, your mom.
0: <laughs> your mom is going to tell my mom.
1: Oh, that's okay. I
0: don't mind.
1: Anyway, so... These first nights were definitely not the easiest for us. It took us some while to get used to it. But then... We just... We fell in love with Mexico. I can't actually say it any different way. And it's not that we always had it easy. And it's not that we had like the most amazing experience in Mexico throughout, I don't know, our travels. Well, that's not that hard because we haven't traveled that far. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've been traveling for a long time, but we haven't gotten
1: far. Yeah, yeah, I mean we did like three months California and now we're in Mexico, so that's our experience. But as previously mentioned, we are still alive. But Mexico to us people wise and in terms of do we think it's dangerous? I seriously haven't had one single situation. Where I felt threatened, or where I felt that we are in danger, but then on the other hand, we travel smart.
0: We well, that's all. Well, well, everybody smart always. As we you, can you gotta travel. be smart. You <laughs> gotta be smart. Everybody says the same thing. Like, oh yeah, you just gotta be smart. What does that actually mean? I don't know. When you are in a like stupid situation, you are in that situation. I don't. I don't know if there is like... Yeah, there is probably smarter ways and more stupid ways to act. But
1: we didn't get in into well, any
0: bad let situation. Me, let's, let's look at that situation, the the village before. Um,
1: I knew you would bring that up. Now. Yeah. I was just... When I was saying we didn't get into any sketchy situation, I was like, okay, now Fabi's going to mention that last place.
0: Be, because it wasn't for it. a sketchy situation. It was just... I met a guy um, when I was walking the dogs.
1: That's very romantic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was walking the dogs, (laughs) and there was a guy who approached me. And um, what was the what was the name of the village again?
1: I don't know. I don't know, but maybe
0: it it was. It was close to Puerto Vallarta.
1: It was on the Pacific coast, and it was a rather small town.
0: Yeah. Pretty touristy. I mean, everybody tells you just stick to touristy places and you're gonna be fine, huh? So I was pretty touristy and I met that guy who was like, Hey, I'm ha ha ha. I actually ran the show here. He was uh, speaking like perfect English, spent some time in the US, and he was really trying to sell me a boat trip and uh like go with him and, and everything and he wouldn't let me go. He'd like make me sit down with him in a bar, um, drink a beer that I ended up paying. Yeah,
1: that was super weird. Like I know that you wouldn't do that just for any reason. Like that that was something where I was a bit like, okay this guy seems to be weird. If you pay for his drink
0: it was that was the for me the the easy way out that's that's probably how i define smart traveling so you are i didn't i didn't have a choice i was walking my dogs they are two puppies they don't when they're on the leash they don't really listen they just want to explore and they were just going different directions so i wasn't i couldn't really move and uh, I couldn't do much in that situation. So the, the smartest thing for me was to sit down with the guy just to listen to what he had to say. Like he wrote down all the beaches you could go to and prices and everything. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's fine. Uh, I've got to talk to my girlfriend. Uh, I'm going to call you. So just plain nice. And spending 35 pesos on a beer for him, that was... I didn't like that. I hated that. I hate to spend money like that. But I was like, you know, you gotta, you got to weigh out what's more important here. So it was definitely worthwhile, I think, paying 35 pesos for his beer to get out of the situation. Yeah, yeah and because you got a beer as well. I got a beer too.
1: I do. Um... Well, saying that I was in the van and I was drinking beer
0: so it was fine. <laughs> so, well, but I mean seriously, that was that, that, was, was, that was the only situation so far. <laughs> that was the one that was like the worst situation. And
1: that and was just a sketchy guy that you can meet anywhere and we were in this little town and we were just staying there overnight anyway. We didn't want like we didn't plan to spend any more time there. So,
0: just not just to okay. sound like a like a chicken there So he was like He had a bit too many tattoos He had, oh, yeah. was a bit bruised Like, uh, like Oh yeah
1: uh, you can talk about people with many tattoos
0: Right Like the, the gangster kind of tattoos Like the gangster talk
1: and Did he have a tear underneath his eye?
0: No <laughs> But Like he had that little Little scar Like not a scar It was pretty fresh Like Over his eye, on his eyebrow, a little wound, like he got in a fight. Okay. Uh, Yeah.
1: Anyway, I mean, I met that guy like a couple of hours later because we had to walk the dogs again, and we went like there was just this tiny stretch of beach, and we went there, and obviously that guy was still there, and he was still like playing strong, and I met him as well, and he was not the nicest type of person, but that's actually not what we want to talk about because. You know, that's one of these people that you can find anywhere in the world, but that doesn't say anything about Mexico or about no, the people that, that live that's there. that's totally
0: true, and I think when you walk the, the streets in Berlin, like Spandau, where I'm from, or I don't know, Neukölln, Reading, whatever, like there are these little districts that are a bit rougher than others, and people are way worse.
1: Like, Definitely. What, what I wanted to talk more about is that travel smart thing. I know what you mean with like travel smart always sounds so smart-ass, but there are a couple of rules that we do follow in Mexico and that I would actually probably follow anywhere else in the world as well. And that, for instance, is that you shouldn't drive at night. And at the beginning it always sounded like, oh, don't drive at night because at night all the cartel gangs are out and they're going to hunt you down if you drive at night. But it's not that. It's like one like serious danger that you have in Mexico is definitely the people driving, like truck drivers and...
0: Car drivers. Car
1: drivers, like... Driving is rough in Mexico. And, I mean, I don't drive, Fabi does the driving, but I still sit in the passenger seat and I, I'm i scared sometimes because people are driving like hell yeah. I'm scared.
0: I'm scared when we drive.
1: But obviously this is all easier during the day, but that's one of the reasons why you shouldn't drive at night. The other one is definitely all the potholes. Like, there are so many potholes and also torpes, speed bumps, that at night you're not going to see as easily. So don't drive at night. But it's not because of the cartel. It's because of the people driving. It's because of the topis. And it's because of wild animals roaming around that you don't see at night. Um, But I would probably do that in any other country that I don't know. I wouldn't drive at night. Like, just drive during the day and then put yourself up into your camp spot at night and you'll be fine.
0: We also don't walk dark streets in villages, we don't don't. know, or stuff like that. But then,
1: for instance, going back to that Facebook group, there was some, like, (laughs) this post that I read about. Then somebody said, like, oh, there are a few basic rules you have to follow. Like, don't drive at night was definitely one of them. But then also, like, if you fill up your car with petrol, always make sure that you stay right next to the sign where you can see how much petrol they put in your car because they're gonna try to rip you off and like never paying US dollars always paying the local currency and things like I don't know we've filled up our car I can't even count how many times in Mexico and I haven't even thought about that they could rip you off and like if you have especially in Baja California for instance you can pay with dollars anywhere you might get a really shitty exchange rate and if you call that dangerous well so be it but it's
0: if you only have dollars just paying dollars yeah if you need gas you need gas and i don't know yeah we gotta fill up all the time and how it usually works so you you, you drive up at the pump and they fill you up and then I'm gonna pay with credit card. No, I'm not scared of paying with credit card. We never had a problem paying with credit card. Oh yeah,
1: that's another thing. Like all the ATMs are hacked.
0: Oh, oh yeah, they're gonna rip you off. Never happened. Um.
1: I mean, so it can happen. I'm sure it
0: can. And, but and, and, uh, it's but
1: not at every single ATM. So yes, it's clearly it, not at a gas station.
0: It, it it seems sketchy because what happens then? Because we we fill up diesel. Diesel is always. It, Oh, very often a different pump than yeah. where everybody else has to it, go because it's nobody second, has diesel
1: it's a, it's a second class society at the gas station much.
0: <laughs> so what happens they, they fill you up and I'm like can I pay with credit card please and then the guy at the pump is going to shout over to the other guy at the other pump where they have the machine for the credit card how much I got to pay so I don't know you you could go like okay this has got to go wrong, it never does. It's like always the correct amount. You check your receipt and it's, it's just fine. Everything's fine. It's a gas station. There's there's only one one company here really that has gas stations. Pemex. It's Pemex. Super clean bathrooms by the way. Oh Best yeah. Bathrooms in Mexico, I guess. And well. uh, <laughs> maybe like kind of it's it's a good go to bathroom.
1: Definitely. They often have showers as well for the poor traveller.
0: And I don't know what people come up with. I mean, they they run a very, very serious business. It's a huge corporation. I don't want to say Mexico is not a corrupted country, but business, like big businesses here, are still like real businesses. And And they work
1: just fine. I mean... What can we say about our experience in Mexico so far? I like think bad
0: experiences?
1: No, I mean in general, like our experience, I think the the only bad experiences that we had was related to our car breaking down or something not working, the our dogs being the, the laundry guy guy. who's done yeah. But that's more funny than anything else actually. But So, if you go to the laundry, always make sure that you know what you actually put into the laundry.
0: That's such a stereotypical thing,
1: That's <laughs> like about to say.
0: That's like, that's sorry. like the ADM story. Yeah. Always count. All always the count items your garments. You, you give no, them to the, the laundry. No, I just, like,
1: we just had this one, that was actually in the same town. That's just this one town that we recently went to that wasn't that great. But besides that, now I mean, Mexico is great. We ate way too many tacos. We had some delicious meals. It's cheap. Baja California is a bit more expensive than the mainland. We can definitely say that now.
0: What you Um, know? What's what's. I did
1: also get sick eating tacos. Yes,
0: that's that is is dangerous. But the most dangerous thing in Mexico.
1: But then on the other hand, like (laughs) yeah, but this is to me. I mean, I was I was sick and it was quite bad, but. I would say that this is purely related to the fact that our European stomachs can't really handle Mexican bacteria. So if you get, go to a place and you actually get, i got some sort of food poisoning, let's call it. That's not because the food is so bad. All the Mexicans eat them and they're completely fine. But if you come with your super sensitive European stomach well, it probably can't handle all that bacteria as well. And you probably do get diarrhea, sorry if I just called it by the name, at some point. And there are versions that are quite light, and then there are versions that are stronger, but I would never stop, like, exploring local cultures and eating the stuff that all the Mexicans do. I'm just training my stomach. Or we're both just training our stomachs here's maybe
0: another thing about traveling smart we have travel insurance because you got really sick you went to hospital oh yeah and the bill was astonishing like even for american standards it was super expensive
1: that was i mean yes it was and i'm so glad that our travel uh, insurance paid for that um, we don't want to advertise our travel insurance, no. but if anybody is interested in like, which one it is, we gladly let you know. Um, but we went to, and that was by accident, because it was the closest hospital that we could find, we went to a private hospital. We didn't realize at the time, but it was seriously expensive.
0: So, we were in short, because we're not Super stupid. I don't even want to say we're smart. We're just not super stupid, maybe. But okay. And we gotta cover
1: it. Covered. Yeah. And but that's something I I don't know, being from Germany having an insurance is like the most important thing in the world. We are from a country where everybody's like completely overinsured Germany is I don't know any statistics but Germany is probably the country with most insurances per head that you can find in the whole world
0: I'm the most underinsured person in this country and you're still
1: overinsured in other countries probably probably (laughs) anyway um it's a good thing to have insurance And to get a good travel insurance is really not that hard. And that's definitely something I would recommend to everybody traveling. And that is not bound to Mexico. That's just, like, anywhere in the world.
0: Because, yeah, stuff can always happen.
1: And stuff will happen. It's the same that if you're traveling in the van, your car will break down. It will. It might not break down the first week. It might not break down the second week. But eventually, it will break down. So make sure you can handle it being that like the financials or also like you should also have insurance in every country but um, yeah anyway I think we just wanted to bring our point across that we have been traveling Mexico for about three months now yes is it three months
0: should be three months now. or four
1: months, even. I think we entered in June and now it's September, so about three months. And besides this little sketchy village experience, um, that I don't even want to put too much emphasis on. Like, it's it, yeah, that would be it's, totally it's, wrong, no, that would give not, a it's, wrong it's impression. Not what we wanted to talk about, anyway, we should have probably left it out. We should have probably not even no, talked about it. No, it happened, but. We have had a blast, and if there's anything about Mexican people that we've met that I can say is that everybody that is not your like tourist guide or surf instructor or anybody that is working in the tourist sector trying to sell you something, where these people are usually always a little bit annoying in any country... People were so friendly. We got invited to houses. We got—I don't know. We went. Like we one day we parked our van at the side of the road and we had to walk the dogs because it had been a long day of driving. And we just happened to walk into this like mango farming field. Not the mango. The mango. And mango. They were like there was this lovely family with their children and and dogs, and they were just picking mangoes and we just went into their fields and they were just like, "Oh yeah, hey, how are you? Who are you?" Let's... And they ended up giving us like, I don't know, seven or eight mangoes
0: well, to, then we could eat.
1: to yeah. take home to the van and they wouldn't take payment, they wouldn't take no for an answer, they were just like, you have to eat these mangoes and, and like I we made know. a good margarita with them Actually, oh, that's um, very true but it was always just really really nice
0: same thing here where we're parked right now like oh, yeah, everybody's true. greeting you saying hello and there's like the family living next door speaking to us like Speaking really good English too. They were right. lovely,
1: but they were—I mean, they—they they were sort of special. I mean, they—they they even um, send their daughter to to high school but, in the states.
0: But then again, maybe it's not so special. Maybe it's just like a lot of something a lot of people do here too. It's like very are very normal, and I don't know. It just—I want to add like. What keeps happening is like now that we are in Mexico, people still warn us about the next country we're gonna go to. Yeah. So we are traveling down the Pan American. Oh, even
1: the next region, the
0: like next, the next like, state. Oh, the, the next village. The okay. next. This, this village is actually fine, but the next village is gonna be rough. Or the next country, like Guatemala. Oh, I wonder the
1: same happens if you travel from south to north. <laughs> I bet.
0: Probably. Uh, the, the funniest thing was i told you got about the guy who was approaching me in that that village and didn't let me go and i sat down with him in the bar and he was asking me questions like where we're gonna go next and everything and um i was like you know what we're gonna travel to argentina and he said <laughs> I, I was i was like he wants to rob me and he was like you do, you don't want to go to argentina that's that's uh, that's not good. You're going to get robbed. That's you know, a really
1: just... dangerous place, man.
0: <laughs> he said that. That's the funniest thing. So, um, this is going to keep happening. This is exactly what happened uh, in the U.S. before. This is what happens in Mexico. Um, this
1: is also what happened in Baja California.
0: Oh, yeah. when you Once you cross over to the mainland, that's oh, real that Mexico. Dangerous. And... I, I gotta admit, we do the mistake we always kind of believe it. we are a bit nervous every single no, time. No, but
1: I think being nervous is not actually a mistake because no. it yeah. helps you no. to be smart. Yeah, you can And when we crossed over to the mainland, we were, like in Baja California we got really comfortable after a while, like seriously, we slept with our back doors wide open in any place and we were like, yeah, whatever. And then we crossed over to the mainland, and we are like, okay, let's maybe tune that back, like, a couple of inches, and now we're actually at the same again. Now we're just leaving our back doors open again. When it's not raining. When it's not raining right now. But we just want to emphasize that Mexico is beautiful, and if you... Think it's dangerous, or if anything is holding you back from from coming here, don't let that thing hold you back. Because in Mexico, there's something for everybody. Like we haven't even seen half of the country yet, and it doesn't matter if you're a surfer or if you like hiking or if you travel with dogs or with kids or however you want to travel, like experience it. It's a great place.
0: But then again if if you cannot what if you cannot open up to the culture and you have a prejudice this is like all Mexicans are criminals, there is no real police anymore in, in Mexico because they killed all the good cops, there's only corrupted police around. I mean if if you are if you are like a person like in that Post in that Pan American group, and you like, Van Life, <laughs> Life group, Pan American Van Life group. Maybe you should just not go. Like, you, if you cannot give everyone a chance, go places and just say hello to a person um, without prejudice, maybe just stay at home. I don't know. I don't, I'm this is not like a help everyone talk is it
1: <laughs> No it's not it's just uh don't worry you'll be fine you're going to eat way too many tacos and you're going to see way too many nice places and you're going to meet way too many nice people talk Yeah Yeah very true. And we are probably, I mean, seriously, if less people come to Mexico, more space for us, more secluded beaches for us, more surf breaks for Farby. Mm. So that's not bad, is it? The locals
0: it? are pretty good surfers.
1: Okay. The locals are pretty good surfers. And that is actually something where they are quite competitive. But maybe that's a subject for our
0: next podcast. Probably not. If you've wondered about the quality of this podcast. This is our very first podcast. We downloaded the podcast app tonight and we're not using any external microphones or any equipment. We just wanted to give it a go. and We just uh,
1: wanted to talk because that's what we do every night anyway and we right. thought, why not just record it and have other people share it with us?
0: So if you like it, or if you hate it, or you think we—I don't know—it's all We're rubbish. We're idiots. We, we
1: <laughs> Or you don't like the German accent.
0: Oh uh, well, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> no, to get if rid you don't like one. the
1: German accent, just don't say anything, <laughs> because we can't get rid of that.
0: Maybe if you really like the podcast and we put out more episodes. I think we should get an external microphone
1: and we can definitely improve the quality. Yeah. So give us a I don't even know what that's called on a podcast. A thumbs up.
0: I don't know, a like or
1: a like. Just like us. Like us, leave us some comments, tell us what we can improve. And we see you next time.
0: See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.